What is up today, today crew? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I am the founder and CEO of the Today, Today's Today movement, here to help you crush your goals more consistently by helping you crush them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure after this podcast, you go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening. Leave a review. Leave that five-star review. Uh, we absolutely appreciate it. And then make sure too to take a screenshot that you're listening to this podcast and go share it with a friend or share it on your social media and make sure to tag us at TTDTLF, stands for Today's the Day to Live Free. I love to give free shout outs to everybody that does that. Um, so jumping right into today's podcast, um, we have got an amazing guest for y'all today. We have got Manny here. Uh, Manny, go on and say hello and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Manny Blue. I'm a personal financial coach, uh, more uh, aiming more towards the financial education uh, arena. Uh, as, as we most know, as we know, you know, the school system uh, unfortunately do not teach us uh, uh, how to properly handle our, our money, and, and, and is I think it's a key part of our lives. Uh, we use money on a daily basis, weekly basis, and uh, it is something that unfortunately uh, a lot of people lack knowledge. Not because they want to, it's because they don't have the resources. And um, I, I've made it you know, my, my mission to be able to learn everything I can because I've been in situations, you know, uh, financial situations where, you know, we're tough and, uh, I, I can relate to a lot of people. So I made it my mission to be able to, you know, meet with people and, and, and guide them on, on how to properly get their, uh, financial plan situated, whether it's savings, retirement, uh, vacation, whatever the case may be. That's awesome. That's awesome. And this is something too. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. So I used to be in the financial services world as well. So I'm really excited about the conversations we're about to have because I know we're going to be dropping some nuggets of gold. Uh, so for those of you that are listening, make sure you have your notepad, pen and paper to be taking some notes. Uh, if you are currently driving, please do not have a pen and paper out. Make sure that you're actually focusing on the road, but make sure to come back, listen again a second time in order to take some notes. Um, so Manny, I know some of the things that we're going to be talking about, like one of them is properly budgeting. Um, so you said that you work with people personally, right? Um, helping them save for retirement or vacations and budgeting is a huge, huge part of that. And so the people that listen to this podcast are typically solo entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs with teams, uh, ranging anywhere from the smaller side to the larger side. So when it comes to budgeting on a personal, how important is it to make sure that your personal finances are budgeted correctly in order to make sure that your business is able to be budgeted correctly? I mean, budgeting, budgeting is very key to, to any aspect, whether it's, you know, personal finance, business. Uh, I think that people have, have a misconception about budgeting. They assume they need to restrict what they, you know, what they like. They have to diminish their lifestyle. Uh, I like to think about budgeting as a, uh, instead of calling it a, a, a budgeting plan, uh, I'd rather call it a, a spending plan. Kind of, uh, so what we do technically is, is build a GPS to your money so that you can track exactly where your money's going. Uh, whether it's, you know, your, your morning coffee, you know, Starbucks run <laughs> coffee in the morning, whether it's, you know, uh, lunch for, for, you know, lunch on the go, whatever the case may be. Um, I, I was the type of person that personally, I used to swipe my card, swipe my card and not keep track of my funds. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm like, uh, I, I'm out of money. How am I going to pay my phone bill? How am I going to pay the, the rent? You know, um, but um, yeah, it, it, I think it's, 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 it's very key 
to have a, a budgeting or like a, what I like to call a spending plan. Yeah. So do you know exactly, you know, where every single penny is going towards? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the ways that I kind of look at it is it's an intentional awareness of your finances. And so Correct. you're understanding intentionally where every single penny is going so that way it can be utilized to the best of its ability. I know for Correct. me, like, in the past, I used to do the exact same thing. I would swipe, 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 swipe. Um, or I would just go out to eat a whole bunch with friends almost every other night, not realizing that I was going out every other night. And then I looked at my bank account and I'm like, I thought I had a couple hundred dollars in here. Um, where did it go? Oh, it went all doing all of this stuff, but I just wasn't aware of it. So it's really, really <laughs> crucial to be intentionally aware of your budget because if not, it will creep up on you. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I, I just spent, I didn't realize I was, I was spending $300 a month on Starbucks alone. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that wasn't including eating, outing us. So, you know, again, you know, once someone sat down with me and did my, pers my personal financial uh, checkup, um, I started to see, you know, if I minimize this, I minimize that, I can, you know, have extra funds to do stuff that I really want to do. Yeah. Um, again, you know, but again, it's not, it's not about restricting uh, what you like to do, but you know, it's kind of like being aware exactly uh, again, where your money's going, because again, now people like taking vacation, people like going play, you know, eating out, but they don't, if they don't properly budget or again, properly spend their funds, uh, they don't get to do that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's really important to like you kind of keep mentioning, it's not restricting your funds. Building a budget is not trying to restrict your funds. But I know like for me personally, whenever I do my budget, um, either personally or within business, I get excited about it, not because I'm about to go kind of limit some stuff, but because I get to intentionally dedicate more of my funds to more things that I genuinely want, not just want in spur of the moment. Because a lot of times, like when people I know, when they just kind of spend on the fly or they do that swipe, 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 um, it's typically just kind of like a spur of the moment, like, oh, this would be really cool, like right now versus the long term relatability of that purchase, right? Cor um, correct. Like having a return on an investment. Like when you go out to eat, it is a very short ROI versus whether if you eat at home and you can save that money and then spend that extra money on something different, there's a higher return on investment. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I like to, I like to think of it as a, as a trading. You're trading, you know, maybe again, 10 cups of coffee for, you know, X amount of dollars where yeah. you're going to put into an account that's going to be working for you. Uh, again, you're minimizing your Starbucks intake, but again, you're also generating more funds on the side. So it's just a, yeah. you know, a, a trade, a, a positive trade. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love it, I love it. Um, okay, so do you have any kind of like quick tips uh, for people that want to budget? Um, anything that they really need to make sure that they look at or like certain categories that they need to have budgets for? Um, or is there anything that when you work with their clients that you're like, oh, this is one trick that we do and it has amazing results for people that want to create a budget? Sure. So what obviously everybody's uh, personal situation is a little different, but on, on, a, on a general uh, point of view, so normally... I suggest taking at least 20% of, of your paycheck to, to use it as your spending money. Um, some people do more, some people do less, depending on their financial situation. But if you are just getting started uh, and you know you have no control 
of your swiping your card, <laughs> I suggest taking that, that percentage that you're gonna, have, that you're gonna use for your weekly basis and have it as cash. Yeah. That way you are, you are fully aware of how much money you have. So if you're gonna go into a restaurant and you only have 20 bucks, but you, you're about to eat a lobster and steak, you know you cannot afford that lobster and steak. Yeah. Go find somewhere else you can go eat it, you can afford for 20 bucks. Uh, it, it, keeps you, it keeps you aware of, of your spending. You know, once you take control of that, then you know, go back to your card if you want to. So for me, it was so hard for me to take control of my finances at first, because again, I was living in the moment, I was just spending, spending, spending. I, I could not walk into, I used to be a toy collector. So okay. I could not walk in. I could not walk into any any store with toys because I would come out with something. It could be the littlest thing, but I would always come out with something. Ah. It was just a, it was just a bad addiction. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that's super funny. And no, that is one of the systems too. That when I worked in the financial services, whenever we had somebody that was just so used to swiping, 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 and they really, really, really wanted to make sure that they kind of um, paid attention more closely to their spending we went to the envelope system right we went to a cash basis kind of system where the bills that needed to get paid uh where it was on a card like electronically they would have that funds put into their bank account obviously but anything else they had on a cash based system so like for budgeting for like going out to eat or movies they would have x amount of cash for groceries they would have x amount of cash for um extra things they would have an x amount of cash and then they would just kind of like cash everything and then be able to see that and it's so true the psychology behind seeing cash depleted it's kind of like no no i really kind of want to keep this <laughs> versus like oh here yeah here's my card that i don't see how much money you're actually taking out of it and how low it's getting because i'm not aware of it so right yeah. right yeah, yeah another another uh, strategy that i use with uh, some of my clients depending if you know, some of them want to go fully cash. Some of them just don't want to do cash. They want to do a card. So mm -hmm. then what we suggest doing is opening three different bank accounts. Well, the okay. reason for that is because, so the main bank account is going to be where your main, your money's going to come in. That's going to be the account where uh, account number one will be the account you use to pay all your bills. Yeah. Account number two would be your spending money for the week, whatever percentage you're going to transfer to that account to, to, to spending. So if, yeah. if they have a direct deposit, then they can, automatically have that 20% go directly to that account. And then account number three would be, you know, emergency funds or traveling funds. Yeah. That way, you know, if you're going to use the card, you're only going to use the card with your spending money. And, and you know that, hey, once you run out of money, you're not going to tap into your bill money or your emergency fund. Yeah. And that's why I suggest having three separate bank accounts with three separate banks, if possible, because then it'll be a little harder for you to transfer the money right there and then. Because if you have your savings and check-ins together, when you deplete yeah. your checkings and you have money on your savings, you're going to transfer that money regardless. I, I, I depleted my savings so many times doing that. <laughs> so I, I had to keep them separated and it helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's, um, that's awesome. That is a really, really good tip. Um, and it comes down to, to the dedication to making sure that you stick to the plan that you set forth. Cause it's really oh, definitely. for the moment being like, Oh, but I really, really want this. Is, is just to go transfer things over or to take the extra cash. So it really takes a level of dedication. I mean, I, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. I have set this budget and I am sticking to it. So what are um, some of the things that you do to either help people with that dedication or do you just talk about it and help work through that dedication with your clients? 
again, it's case by case, but I know most people um, that I deal with, you know, they, they really incline into changing their financial situation. Yeah. So every time, you know, I, I, I try to find, you know, kind of, kind of like their why as a, you know, why they want to do this. Maybe they want to provide a college, college uh, education for their children or, 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 you know, maybe, you know, an inheritance, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I, I, every time they, they seem to kind of go off, off, off track, I remind them, Hey, why aren't you saving money for your child's education or for your elderly parents? Yep. Bring them, bring them back to, to reality. Oh yeah. You know, I got to stay, stay focused. So again, it's, it's not an easy task at first, but like I tell people, you know, it, it becomes, once, once you start doing it, it becomes a habit and then it becomes natural. And, and then you, you just find yourself automatically putting that money aside and, and, and you're going to see the money piled up and it's, it's going to want to, they're going to want to continue to put it because now they want, they want to see that account grow bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. Totally, totally agree. So kind of moving on. Um, I know we're going to be talking about reinvesting in themselves. Um, and I think it's really important too to build into the budget, especially if this is a business budget or even if it's a personal budget still to budget out a certain percentage in order to reinvest into your into yourself. I know some of the most successful people that I've ever come in contact with reinvest so much of their income right back into their education and into their development and then into their team if they have a team or back into their business. Um, so talk about that a little bit, reinvesting uh, back into themselves. I think it's, it's, it's very key, uh, investing in yourself. I think people, when people think of assets, they think of, you know, cars and houses and jewelry and all this stuff. But if, if people really take the time to analyze, you are your biggest asset. Your ability to generate income and help people is your biggest asset. So why not take a portion of your income, of your funds, and reinvest it back into your, like you said, your education? Maybe a seminar, maybe a book. Uh, join a mastermind. Uh, you know, that way you can interact mm -hmm. with other like-minded individuals because you're going to feed off their energy. You're going to learn. You're going to take, you know, they, you're going to learn from them, but they're also going to learn from you. And again, you keep motivating yourself. But I think it's very important. And, and again, people don't realize that uh, reinvesting in yourself is very, very crucial, whether it's in business or in life. Um, you know, it's, for example, let's just take, uh, you know, furthering your, your education, whether it's college or whatever the case may be. You, you want to become a doctor. You just don't become a doctor. You have to invest money in a degree. So that you can obtain that information, the same go, you know, the knowledge, the same goes for for business. Um, you have to, in order to provide the best service or or whatever the case may be, whatever your business is about, you need to continue to evolve and reinvest in yourself so that you can provide, you know, more more value to to your clients. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely agree. And on that note of masterminds, if anybody is looking to get connected to a mastermind, I have a mastermind group. So find me on social media and reach out to me. Um, oh, we got to go. We got to talk then. We got to talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we will definitely talk about masterminds. I, I am so excited. This is actually a mastermind that I'm launching this month. Um, so I am so freaking stoked about this. Um, total side note, though. Um, so going back to <laughs> in themselves. It's really kind of crazy because I think this is um, something that people think, so when they think budgeting, they think finances. And yes, budgeting and, and the way that we're talking about it today is very, very monetarily 
um, focus just because that is a huge aspect in business and a huge aspect in life that especially solo entrepreneurs and leaders need to make sure that they're looking at within their business because if they're not they're missing a huge portion of it which means that other areas are going to lack because they won't have the money and the funds in order to go to go grow those other areas um, but Correct. I think it's important too to note that budgeting doesn't always have to just be monetary right like reinvesting in themselves doesn't always have to be done monetarily like for those that are just starting out because I have a decent amount of people that listen to this podcast that are like I mean brand spanking new to like business I mean they don't even know how to do like an LLC kind of brand new to a business and so for those people that are just getting started, one, it's obviously extremely important to budget away money in order to be able to reinvest into yourself, but also make sure that you're budgeting in time to reinvest right. yourself and then time to go get some books or to do some self-reflection or to do some personal development or even time to like listen to podcasts like these. I mean, like having like Manny, you on this podcast right now, like a financial advisor, like you're providing so much amazing free content and coaching right here. So a great way for people to reinvest themselves is to budget in that time in order to listen to things like this. Like, would you agree with that? Uh, totally, totally. It, it's, I think every successful person has, whether they have it in, uh, they usually don't have an agenda. <laughs> yeah. So they budget their, their what is reading, whether it's uh, audio books, uh, whether it's a uh, podcast. You know, like every like that's something I do personally every morning. You know, even if it's just ten minutes, because my my schedule for the most part is pretty tight. But yeah. I I always take no less than ten minutes to read a book, yeah. just so that I can obtain you know some knowledge, feed feed my brain. Yeah. But um, you know, and then I replaced my Netflix with you know podcasts and YouTube. Yes. So when <laughs> I'm driving, that's what I'm listening to. You know, because yeah. again, I, I want to be able to provide so much value to whomever I encounter that, you know, if, if I can have the, have, the, have the option of watching Netflix where, yeah, I'll be entertained or, you know, developing myself so that I can provide more value so that I can help more people. Yeah. You know, I, you know, yeah, fun, you know, entertainment is good, but Hey, I'd rather budget my time to completely educate myself and, and, and learn more so that I can provide more value to people. But it is, yeah. it is, it is definitely crucial and key to budget and take some time to professional development. No, most definitely. And then going back to the monetary value of, you know, switching from Netflix to podcasts or audiobooks. Uh, audiobooks are probably cheaper. Um, and you can go through a couple of audiobooks probably on a monthly basis on the amount of time that you watch Netflix. And then two, if you do podcasts instead of Netflix and you save the money that you're taking from Netflix, you can go do more. Like I know Netflix isn't super expensive. I think it's like 14 to like $20 a month or whatever it might be, but that's still money that you could budget towards doing different things or even, you know, going out one more time with friends uh, or with clients or putting that little bit of money right back into your business in order for it to develop, to develop it even, even quicker. So, correct. yeah. So, Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. So I know we also want to talk about saving, um, especially saving for like a rainy day and for the future. I know that I have always been told, um, and this is something that I really want your opinion on. I've always been told you need to have in like a rainy day fund, like three months worth of your bills, like all of your bills put away. What do you think correct. about that? Uh, correct. That is, that is 
Totally correct. You know, think, things happen in life, whether it's, you know, it's an accident or, you know, anything that happens unexpectedly. Yeah. Uh, I actually recently sat down with a client whom uh, just got laid off, went yeah. to work and just got laid off. And wow. um, luckily, I was already work, working with her on her, you know, budgeting. So she didn't have the three months. She only had two months uh, put aside, but there's still two months to yeah, help awesome. her pr provide food on the table for her kids, pay her mortgage and so forth, uh, and give her enough time to find another job that pays the same amount or better. But um, we, we, always, we always aim for three to six months minimum for the simple fact that, um, again, you want to have something in place that rather than stress uh, over something that just happened out of, you know, out of nowhere, and again, it gives you time to get another job that pays the same or more. Because what happens is if you have nothing to put aside and, you know, you get fired or laid off, you're going to pick up the first job you see. Maybe paying $7, $9 minimum wage when you were getting paid $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're going to go They're going to go for that, you know, minimum wage paid job because they need something to continue to go on. If you have three to six months put aside, you can have a little breathing room and take yeah. some time to find something that, you know, a company that will appreciate you and pay you what you deserve for more. Exactly. Exactly. And then looking at this too, from like an entrepreneurial standpoint, like let's say you wanted to leave your job and you wanted to go start your business up or you still work a part-time job and you're working on growing your business. And let's say that part-time job lets you go, or you left that full-time job in order to start your business. Having that savings, having that rainy day fund allows you to, to kind of take the stress off of having to be like, okay, now I have to pay my bills this month. So my business has to make X amount this month. And yes, that is still really important to have those goals for you, but it's a different level of stress. Like it's more of a survival mode versus a thriving kind of mode. And you want to be in the thrive kind of mindset versus the uh, survival mode, um, especially Correct. when it comes to your business or launching something or growing something and then to some businesses like and this is a topic that I'm talking about quite a lot right now are going through plateaus like if your business goes through a plateau and you don't have the required funds set aside in order to make sure that your business expenses are taken care of I mean let's just say you have two or two months or even one month of just a really dry month you didn't gain any more clients you didn't grow an income uh, and you still had all your bills that you needed to take care of like you have to make sure that you have that rainy day fund set aside to make sure that you are capable of go and growing through those kinds of months that is true that is true you know it, it's something that i think you you know you're pretty you, you're pretty uh well aware that Lack of money stresses people out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a major stress. And, you know, if you're stressed, you can't think straight. You can't operate properly. You know, again, having that, that, that bucket to rely on definitely relieves that stress and, yeah. and lets you focus a little more. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So when people are saving for this, um, because as entrepreneurs, especially as people that are just getting started or they're working on growing their business, typically they don't have too much capital at hand that they can just like throw into account um, or throw into an account in order for like a rainy day. So what are some good numbers that people could throw to the side on a weekly basis? And obviously this is going to go more like on a case by case basis, but what are some good numbers for people to kind of throw to the side? in order to kind of start building up this rainy day fund where it doesn't take years and years. Right. So I would, I would, I normally encourage minimum 10% of your income. Now, yeah. again, 
because not every some people are, are strictly living paycheck to uh, paycheck by paycheck. So what we do is we we see what we can free up some money. Yeah. But like I like, like I tell my clients, listen, if all you can put aside is five dollars, start with with five dollars because five dollars is better than no nothing at all. So once you get in the habit of putting that five dollars, whenever you have free money, you're gonna go ahead and put that on the, aside. Uh, and I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people do. Sometimes you get a bonus at work, and rather than put it aside, they go and spend it on stuff they don't need. <laughs> so, but back to back to the question, um, I would say again, minimum ten percent if possible. If not, whatever you are able to, even if it's a dollar, just start putting mm-hmm. that dollar aside because it's yeah. gonna get you in the habit of putting money away. So yeah. when you do come across money, you you dump it in your in your in your bucket. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that is so awesome. That's so, so true. Um, putting away whatever you can to get in that mindset, right? To get into that habit, like you said. Um, because even putting away a small amount, I mean, let's say you just made $20 on a sale, putting away a dollar of that or $2 of that gets you in that habit of putting away that money and then just not touching it. Um, Correct. Yeah. And, and, and what, I, what, I, what I did, what I started doing too, is, is I started paying myself first. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I mean by that is, again, before I paid any bills, I took my percentage out, even if it was a two bucks, the five bucks. Why? You, you are the person, you are the individual putting the 40 plus hours a week mm-hmm. to go, you know, then when you get paid to end up paying all the bills and be broke. No, pay yourself first. I, I, what I was doing, I would call my phone bill company and my credit card company. Hey, listen, I need an extension. I don't have the money to pay this this week. Next week, I'll be able to, you know, pay the balance. Yeah. Uh, but I made sure that I had my money first just because I was the one busting my rear end, yeah. working, putting in those hours. So always yeah. pay yourself first. No, that is so, so true. Um, and that even as solo entrepreneurs and as, as team business owners as well, is you have to pay yourself. Um, because if you're not, like you're going to burn out on the financial side really quickly because you're not going to be seeing the fruits of your labor. And one, first and foremost, the majority of people that go into entrepreneurship or open up a business is because they want a couple of things. They want time freedom and they want money freedom. Well, if you're busting your butt and to grow a business, but you're never seeing any monetary return on that, or you're not paying yourself first, you're going to burn out on that because you're going to stop seeing the vision. You're going to stop getting excited about putting in that work because you're not earning anything from it. So you have to make sure you're paying yourself first and then paying your business expenses and all your bills and different things like that. And then the fun stuff later, but you have to make sure that you're doing that. Absolutely. Totally agree. Definitely. (laughs) So in kind of closing, um, what are some tips um, or tricks or some piece of advice that you would love to give to the people that are listening to this when it comes to their budgeting or when it comes to their finances? Tips of advice. Again, uh, again, it's all based case by case, but if, you know, again, stick, stick to, stick to, stick to paying yourself first, stick to that goal. And, and even if all you can put aside is $1, stick to that $1. Again, that's going to get you in the habit of continuing to put money aside. Uh, it's not, again, it's not about restricting your, your fun life, your, what you like to eat It's about, uh, redirecting some of that fun to something that's going to be more valuable to you down the line. Um, I know it seems people, again, it's maybe seem a little complicated or impossible, but trust me, listen, I was in a situation where I was completely underwater and yeah. I contemplated suicide because I, I wanted out. So mm-hmm. I was already at the, I was already at the bottom. 
But again, I apply these same steps to myself. And if I did it, anybody can do it. You know, I know yeah. it's not easy. Everybody's situation is different, but just, just stick to it. Even when, when you don't want to do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And thank you too for, you know, being authentic in the, in that moment and sharing that with us, because I know when it comes to the finances, it can dog you down so much and it can feel like the bottom of the pit and it can look like there's no way to get out of it. Um, one thing that I would love to kind of add on to that as well is money is not finite. There is not only a limited amount of money out there that you can earn or that you can make or that you can save. So if it feels like, you know, you're, you're at that bottom pit and there's no moving forward, just know there are millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars out there just waiting for you to take a little chunk of it. All you have to do is, like I said, stay consistent in it and just do it um, and to, to remain dedicated to the plan and the budget that you've set aside for yourself and it will come to you. So definitely. Yeah. Thank you, Manny, so much for coming on. Uh, for those of you that really enjoyed this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to hit that uh, screenshot and go post it up on your social media. Look in the description. The at is on there, at TTDTLF. Uh, all of Manny's information and links are also going to be put in the description. So make sure you go check them out. Make sure you go hit that follow button. And if you have any other personal finance questions, make sure you go over to Manny and you give him uh, a DM and reach out to him. Uh, we love each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for joining on this podcast uh, and make sure to stay tuned for all of the future podcasts.